0: Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Step4th Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Karka, Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. So you're without a computer today, man. What's going on? Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm living a computer-free lifestyle today, actually on the phone. <laughs> this, this is going to be fun. Is
0: that some kind we, of statement? <laughs> yes, it is. Today, t-
2: today is actually uh, the the day, one day of the year that I decided I'm not going to use any kind of technology, but since you made me get on the phone, I'm going to do it.
0: Yeah. You're it's 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 uh international John Carkite Luddite Day.
2: Yes, yes. Everybody <laughs> feel free to celebrate. <laughs> I also take donations.
0: <laughs> oh dear. Charity, charity, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got a few questions uh, that have sort of piled up, and I'm really glad to see that. So, thank you, everyone. And, mm-hmm. and actually, the best part about it was, uh, well, what you were just telling me. What actually, sort of share the story if you don't mind that that rep you were talking to.
2: Say that again, because you kind of broke up. Well, see, they the technology uh, thing doesn't work Plus. all the time. See, that's why I'm giving it up for the day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're mentioning Google Plus. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm very, very, very excited about our Google Plus community for SEO 101. I mean, I was, I was talking to one of the Google Plus reps that deal with media companies about this, and I was ex- explaining to her, I said, look, our SEO 101 community has grown to like three, almost 350 people. And so much interaction that, that it had a hard time keeping up with it actually in just a couple months compared to our Facebook community, which is great by the way. Everybody participates on that, keep doing it. But it took us a year and a half to get to like 450 some members and just what I'm seeing on our Google Plus page, our Google Plus community is more engagement, faster growth that's just completely outpacing Facebook. So I'm really excited. I really appreciate everybody that's that's using the Google Plus. Um and it proves to me that unlike common common wisdom out there, Google Plus is not a ghost town. Um if you compare our Facebook community to our Google Plus community, Google Plus is head and shoulders above it at the moment. Um, not to say that our Facebook community isn't good, it is. Uh, but I'm just really excited about what's happening over on Google Plus right
0: now. Yeah, you know, I, it, so many people are just not clued in, and and, and do believe that Google Plus is a failure. In fact, I saw an infographic today by our friend uh, Dave Wallace. Uh, I think I saw that one too. I was going to yeah, complain to him. I did. I was like, What did this, you? What good? Yeah, he I mean, put Google Plus as a failure, as as a social media platform that has failed, rather permanently. Put too, and I'm like, uh, No. <laughs> not only is it not failed it's actually building still and the other ones he said um, had failed yeah I guess they failed in the end but Dig was huge for ages I mean Dig come on yes it did in the end but yeah. that doesn't really count <laughs> if, if,
2: if, if that's the case we can call every single SEO a failure because eventually they're going to die
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> Damn it! I always thought I wasn't going to be a failure. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, but I, I imagine he was doing it for a client or something. But because I would, I would have thought that he wouldn't agree with a lot of those sentiments himself.
2: Yeah, it's, it uh, was probably link bait. Yeah. sure. It was. There was a link bait component to it. So people like us would complain and generate conversation around it.
0: Just like SEO is dead. Yeah. That famous link bait. Ugh. Uh, anyway, it was uh it was interesting to see. You know, the, some of the stats were pretty good and, and uh anyone wants to see it out there, it's pretty easy to find. Just uh I t- type in uh was it top five? Ten, I think. Top ten, top
2: ten failed social media sites. Yeah. Something like Totally that, yeah. failed.
0: I think is what he said too. I'm like uh that's not true. <laughs> Anyways, it's it's interesting. So uh uh Brasco was kind enough to mine our uh, Google Plus community uh, with some of the questions. And he says, one, one of the ones here, uh, from Alexandre Philippe, uh, Philippe, probably. Hey, guys, I'm building a niche site, and I was wondering, should I write the articles as posts or as pages? I'm thinking is there a, if there's any SEO benefit if I write a page instead of posts, or how does Google rank pages versus posts? I have about 25 articles.
2: So, so I answer that. I'd love to hear your answer just so, before you. Before I say, unless you've already read it.
0: Um, I'm a little slow right now. I'm just trying to reread it again. I'm right there. I'm thinking if there's any message. Uh, well, I think it depends on the content. Like, I I like if it's a website that's got static information, like it's like, uh, for example, I, the way I look at it is like stepforth.com. I'm not going to give you a very direct answer because I'm pretty slow today, but. Um, Step four, I have content that's on my services pages. Those require pages. Um, if it's something that I'm going to create as a long-term resource, I'll use it as an article and put it in a, in a page form. If it's something that's timely, uh, you know, that's more dated, then I would use my posts, and especially if it's small, um, in terms of how Google um, handles it, um, you know, if you've got your your RSS feed to handle all of the pages, then it won't really matter, the pages and posts. Um, in many cases, though, RSS feeds are only de- de- based on posts, and uh, RSS feeds are a great way to deliver content. Obviously, XML sitemaps are as well, but uh, I think an RSS feed gives you a little extra edge. So I would say that the blog, blog posts is, is the way to go if it's something that you don't feel is better long-term.
2: So, so are you saying, I just want to be clear, are you saying an RSS feed is going to be picked up by the engines and help those pages index? better because of an rss feed absolutely so describe that to me because i i I don't i don't abide by that actually i don't think that an rss feed is going to be read by a search engine so much and increase that pages a page in that feed's ability to rank better
0: why do you think well i did say i did not say ability to rank better i said it would be picked up indexed it's it's yet another feed that shows what's happening right now um uh, in fact, you know, if you submit it to FeedBurner, uh, that's this kind of thing that Google just – they own FeedBurner. Um, it's something that you use to aggregate content, and I do believe that if you have uh, a strong RSS feed is, that's well submitted, it does help. Um, I use auto-discovery tags on all my pages. Many, many people don't. Um, I, I think that's stuff's important.
2: So you think RSS feed
0: can replace an XML feed? Absolutely not. No, no, no. They need to go together because uh, – but – I do think that an RSS feed has its own um, readers or its own aggregates. I think that uh, between the two, it's a nice double no for Google.
2: Okay, that's interesting. That's the first time I've ever heard anybody use an RSS feed as a way to get content crawled like that because I don't, I don't think that an RSS feed, just like an XML feed, would have any difference on, on how the page is indexed or how it's ranked or how it's – being seen by the engines. I mean, again, even an XML feed is just a, it doesn't have anything to do with the algorithms whatsoever. It just feeds the page into the queue to be looked at by the engines. And yeah, if, if, you're, if you're looking at an RSS feed doing the same kind of thing, I guess I could see that. Um, but if, if if I was a search engine and I was using RSS feeds already, why wouldn't I just sell, tell everybody to build RSS feeds instead of building this giant new thing called an XML feed? They, they seem to serve the same purpose.
0: Well, if you think of RSS, real simple syndication, it's more based for posts, more timely based information and news. And uh, you think of an XML feed, there is no context to what it is it's just this has been updated check this out whereas I do believe that well I'm also coming back from experience when it was very important I found it extremely useful for getting into because I was part of Google News for a while uh, my RSS feed was vital for that and it was extremely powerful um, and when it comes to uh, Google blogs I believe RSS feeds are very powerful too um, I, I, I haven't admit done any research lately on whether or not when I do a submission through RSS, whether or not I see uh, a faster uptake in Google blogs, Uh, but I would be surprised that it has some bearing on it if you're using uh, Pubhub, Subhub, if I'm saying it right.
2: Very interesting. I think the original question, though, was geared more towards, is it better for my SEO optimization, which I believe to... To me, that he wants to rank better to use pages or posts, and really, in my opinion, you know they are both seen exactly the same by the engine, so choosing a page or a post is not going to have any impact on whether or not you're ranking better or seen as a stronger um, signal to the engines at all. Both of them would be pretty much exactly the same, and well, there are definitely reasons to use one over the other for um you know. Outside of ranking factors, definitely ways you should be using them, but from a ranking factor standpoint, neither one of them has an advantage for the other, in my opinion.
0: Well, I would say that's not necessarily true, but only in this particular circumstance, and that is where um, when you're doing a, a, an article, and, and I'm thinking of pages, like I'm thinking of WordPress, okay? Uh, if you're creating a page, um, then it's generally a part of the navigation which means it's not too many clicks away. Um, It doesn't have to have links going towards it for content to find it. Whereas if it's a a post, it gradually will fall into the ether of of your archives, and there'll be less direct links to it. Versus, well, you know, so there is some benefit that way.
2: In, in older versions of, of WordPress, I would agree. In the most current versions of WordPress, the custom, custom menu options are really how you decide which pages go into the navigation structure or not. You can actually include posts in the primary navigation structure. So that's all more how you're setting up WordPress and how you're building WordPress. If you just take an isolated page and an isolated post, Um, The only difference, I think you're right, I think there's a difference. I think in most cases, pages will not have comments automatically on, and posts will. And if you have a large enough community where people are commenting, you're adding more content to posts than pages, that could be an advantage from a post standpoint as far as indexability
1: and and, and,
2: because you're getting more unique content on those pages. Um, But it also could be a negative because some of that content could be spam, and then you've got all kinds of other problems you have to deal with.
0: Yeah, I honestly wasn't even thinking about comments. But uh, what I was thinking of, though, is is yeah, okay, sure. You can you can alter the menu system with the new WordPress, but that doesn't have much impact if you're talking about over a long run having a blog and having posts. Obviously, there's only a certain amount of pages you're going to want found, and there's only a certain amount of articles or I mean posts you're going to want to be in your menu. So in that sense, uh, there's some equality there. I mean, if you yeah. really want to post found, you yes, you can add a new system um, if
2: you want I, to be. And I don't disagree. I th- I think you know it's going to be up to the individual um, person running the blog how they structure it. Um, whether they use internal linking from if you link from post-to-post or page-to-post or post-to-post, page-to-page, all those different internal linking structures, whether you're using breadcrumbs, there's a lot of things that can influence whether a post or a page is better. And if you want to make it so your pages are more optimized than your posts, you can easily do that, and you can do the the opposite as well. But if Mm -hmm. you just take a straight, how does Google look at the difference between a post and a page? They're both web pages. They yes. both will have their own individual factors that are the, you know, the, they will be looked at exactly the same by the search engines. Um, you know, if you look at a like CMS other than WordPress where the, the pages and the posts aren't automatically added to navigation, it doesn't matter. From, from a standpoint, that a post is a web page, a page is a web page, and the engines will look at them exactly the same. They will look at the same types of factors whether they're there or not. Um, but a lot of it comes down to how do you configure your site. So it's, it's not so much whether a page or a post is going to give you advantage. It, there's, it, that doesn't matter. It's how The rest of the things about navigation that Ross was talking about, um, commenting, there's all kinds of factors that would influence that. So don't think you can go in and say, okay, I want to make a bunch of pages because they rank better than posts do. That's not going to be your solution.
0: Yeah there's very few absolutes anymore um in in the world of SEO back in the yeah. simple days it was but not so much now and and uh, lots of all things being equal like you said they're the same but mm-hmm. there are a lot of intricacies and a lot of differences about those pages and how they can be optimized so um I I think we've beat that to death enough but, yeah. uh, but it's a, it
2: was a good <laughs> conversation though I think there was a lot of things to think about when you're yeah. thinking about how you structure your site
0: Well, on that note, let's take a quick break and we get back. We'll go to the next question. SEO
1: 101 will be back right after recess. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited
0: SEO audit reports.
1: eBrands.
0: Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators.
1: eBrands.
0: Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators.
1: eBrands.
0: Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717.
1: That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Hi,
0: I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords seminars for success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one stop shop for all your PPC needs.
1: Learn, optimize, connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. dominate. <laughs> Aim, Aim clear, clear, the agency, brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim Clear, this is how you sell with social. Aim Clear, this is how you sell with social.
0: Podcasting at the speed of sound. Webmasterradio.fm
1: The Flamethrower.
0: Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere.
1: Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on Webmasterradio.fm.
0: Welcome back to SEO 101 on Webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing Inc. So the next question is from lovely Deesa Johnson. I haven't seen her in ages. Nice to see her comments here. She says, "What what particular skills and or tech from a traditional SEO?"
1: At Acuity Insurance, we believe that when you let your heart take the lead, amazing things happen. Possibilities become plans. Startups get started. Ideas on napkins turn into brick and mortar. When you lead with your heart, you build a business you're proud of and a life you love. So lead with your heart. We'll protect it with ours. Discover business, home, and auto insurance at Acuity.com. Acuity, a mutual insurance company and other companies. Not all products available in all states. Do you find
0: most useful for your social marketing? I'm threading some discussion in the new iSearch going out on Tuesday. Thanks for any fun tips. Skills and text nutritional issue. Hmm.
2: So what do you think? What, well, what, so, so I guess we should first talk about what are the, 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 the base skills that you need to be in an SEO, and then how many of those are going to translate over into social marketing?
0: Yeah, well, I, I don't know. The way I was going to – I mean, we can do that. I, I, my head's already in a different space, which was just to say uh, the first thing I think of when I post – or think of anything social, is how is this going to affect my overall, <laughs> yes. we're always thinking about marketing, but how is this going to affect my overall um, link profile, uh, social credibility profile, all that kind of thing. I'm, you know, always thinking about how things connect and whether or not it's all the same topic and, and theme. And um, We're always trying to think, I, I always try and think in terms of continuity. That's my first thought. Yeah.
2: And how, how does, um, so as an as a SEO skill set, how does uh, continuity as a skill set that you would transfer from SEO to social How do, how do you do that work?
0: Mostly it's, it's superstition <laughs> because right now nothing's been proven. And that is that, that I believe that um, by keeping continuity in terms of what I am about and what I talk about, um, we'll have some benefit later when all the signals start to make a difference. Um, I know that's not really answering your question, but...
2: Uh, no, it does. Actually, it does. Because I think what you're saying is when you think about targeting and building authority in a certain topic on your website, which is what you want to do from an SEO standpoint, you want to be authority on a certain topic, you want to take that same topical relevancy and have it translate into your social presence as well. So when those social signals start really impacting you know from a search perspective there's continuity between your targeting on your site and your targeting in your social
0: is that what you mean mm-hmm.
2: yeah it makes a I lot mean, of sense
0: I, if anyone ever looked at my facebook they'd know that i'm not trying there because it's just, it's closed <laughs> it's very not anything to do with anything but uh, yeah no i i i i generally think that way not necessarily follow it all the time but i generally do think that way how about you
2: I mean, that's a great thought. I mean, I was thinking, you know you know what are some of the skills that you need to have as an SEO? You need to be able to do keyword research. you need to know some some basic coding skills. Um, you need to be able to dig into analyze analytics. and I think the analytics side of it from a is really the main thing at this point that I'm making that connection between skill set from an SEO and skill set from social media marketing, you have to understand the impact of what you're doing. So mm-hmm. you have to be able to measure. You have to know that if I do this, this is the impact in SEO. You have to have that same kind of skill on social media. If, if I'm making this kind of move in social, being able to look at those analytics, look at those metrics, and see what kind of impact it's having. I think that's a good skill that carries across both of those mediums.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of lost my train of thought. There's too many things going through my head. It's. It, I think it's, it's just even the fact that you know that whatever you do online has impact and that, in this case, social media, that's amplified.
2: Yep. And it's really interesting. I've, I've had conversations with people. You remember years ago when we started, people said, you can't measure SEO. SEO is like this this black box. You can do all this work and you're not really sure <laughs> if you have any impact out of it. Well, that's changed a lot in the past You know, four or five years. There's a lot... Better ways and more specific ways to measure the impact of SEO on a website and on a business. Well, social media right now is in that old school SEO, where it's like, you know, how do you really measure the impact of social media? You know, it's not really measurable as far as you know driving business and ROI. And they're having those same kind of conversations around social media that we used to have around SEO. And I think some of the learnings we've learned in SEO to make it more measurable and and impactful, we're going to be able to apply to social media. Time, Not quite there yet, but it will get there.
0: Yeah, I was thinking here, um, a lot of things about proving whether or not what you're doing is is having any impact. Obviously, like you said, things have changed. When it comes right down to it, there are ways, and analytics has been really the root for it. When social media or even link building, it's far more difficult. And, and and yes, social media, I think, will ultimately at some point. But, uh, you know, it's been around a while, and they really don't it, have very good examples it, of that it, either.
2: It is interesting that just this last week or so, Facebook announced... The ability to tag your web pages with a Facebook tag that will pull back information into the Facebook analytics that comes directly from your site, so you'll be actually actually able to track conversions on your website from from your Facebook advertising traffic. So they're they're working on it. It's coming out. It's it's happening. It just takes some time.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's just one social media site. Of course, we're talking exactly. about a lot bigger than Facebook, but exactly. Um, and it actually what has happened recently is I I got an email from a client, uh, actually a a reseller who said that this company, uh, not to be named a competitor is really trying to eat her lunch. And they're saying that they're doing some website marketing for our client and we're doing some, (laughs) you get a lot when there's two. And, uh, we're, we're doing it from the point of, of a lot of guest posting and, and high quality stuff really, really well written. And, uh, as you can tell, I'm proud of it. Good, good writer. But the thing is, they're saying that they're the reason for all the results. But And they've got a bigger budget, so they're making, you know, they put everything out in most beautiful reports. And they're spending a lot of time to make this client believe them versus us. And the fact of the matter is, yes, there will be an increase in traffic and uh, it's non-brand terms, et cetera, et cetera. But there is no way to prove which content content it did, unless it's direct links or, I mean, direct traffic, they don't have that. All they know is non-branded terms have increased.
2: right?
0: And yet, it's all about how you spin it. And that's why, I don't know, I've this field lately a little bit soul grinding because I I don't like to say, uh, I don't like to spin things. I like to be honest about it. And it's difficult with link building because, and like social as well. What's signaturely doing it? Is it really you? And I have to be honest and say sometimes I don't. I, all I know is that what I'm doing is good quality and people like it.
2: <laughs> exactly. I mean, and that's that's part of the problem. It's, it's how do you, talk, especially in social, when things get shared so frequently, and all of a sudden, you know, content you may have created for a client gets shared by a, you know, a friend of a friend who then has another friend to actually get a conversion through. There's no way to track that right now. And and the the cross-channel tracking, if somebody emails a link of a a Facebook post that you did, who knows at this point from social because it is so much of a shared medium and tracking it from person to person to person is so difficult, if if even possible at this point. Um, You're right. It's... It's the same arguments we heard. It's the same discussions we had back when SEO was um, very hard to track. The technology will show up eventually, but it's just not there yet.
0: Uh, I, I don't know. Do you find though that it's it's? I don't know. It's not quite as fun as it used to be. Like SEO, I could really prove it. I mean, even back in the day, I mean, he, rankings improved because I was the only one doing anything. But when you, these days, there's so many different channels. And if the person's doing all those channels at once, it's very difficult to to prove it and even if, even with all our technology, even with analytics et cetera et cetera, because what we're talking about is a, an algorithm that we're trying to influence on a based on good content based on uh truly relevant information uh but still it is technically influencing it right
2: yeah, and it's it kind of goes back to the old school. There's a, there's an old advertising saying. And I can't remember who said it, but it was basically, I know that 50% of my advertising works. I just don't know which 50%. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of the same I hate thing that. in social. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Right now, it's we just know we have to do this. We know it has an impact, but we don't know which individual pieces are having that impact.
0: Yeah, which I mean, there, I are yeah, there, there are
2: exceptions.
0: Yeah, there are exceptions, of course. but but. But what I, where we're of course speaking of are the ones that are too difficult to track still, and uh, uh, I tell you, it's a bane of my existence at this point. Oh, <laughs> I, think
2: it's, I, I I love it actually. I, I love trying to figure this
0: stuff out, and it'll oh, get there. Yeah. But you don't have you, you've got your in-house team there. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's amazing. But you know what? Let's take a quick break, and we're, we'll come back to a few more questions we've got going.
1: SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. And join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to for Moby Mantis.
0: Your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere.
1: Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcut, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. And myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. And we've got uh, uh, a couple of uh, questions that I, – and I, I, we apologize if these are ones we've already covered. I was going through them on Facebook. Going, I don't think we've covered these. And, uh, one of them was particularly personal in this case because it was from Aaron. He says, I was wondering if you or the guys had any tips on hiring an SEO. I put a crest on Stepforth but never got a response. And I feel horrible to hear that. I, I don't really know how that happened because we're pretty vigilant, um, I, obviously, especially when it comes to potential business. <laughs> Uh, in any case, uh, I would certainly like to reconnect with Aaron, but I, I don't. Also, want you to be felt ignored. So, what are tips on hiring an SEO? Obviously, why don't you start that off, John? Um,
2: I've, I've probably interviewed well over a hundred plus SEOs over the years, and I guess the, the easiest, the biggest tip that I would give someone is don't fall for the for the for the, the Basically the BS, because because out of the hundred plus SEOs I've entered over the years, maybe a dozen of them have been really qualified. Most people, because of this industry, this industry has a lot of misinformation on the web. People think they can go out and read some blogs and do it for a year on their own, and they're qualified. You know, so many people focus on one piece of SEO, like link building or on-page analysis. Because they're a web designer by heart, and they don't get the big picture. So just be aware that even though they speak a good game, try to come up with ways to, to quiz them and find out the depth of their knowledge. When they when they come up with examples, and they say I've done this, ask them how they did it and why they did why they did it the way they did it, and see what kind of how deep they can go into the topic. Um, that would be that would be the first thing.
0: Really and, dig in and how their, much they right. question themselves, and they see that you're listening and you're probing. You know? Yes. See how confident they really are.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've had, I've had guys come in and tell me, you know, I, I literally had a guy in I interviewed one time come in and tell me, he's the guy that invented putting data in meta tag descriptions. <laughs> and I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> when did you do that? And then you dig in and try to figure out, get him, make him explain it, and they start tripping all over themselves. So, you know, don't, don't take everything for face value dig in a little bit um, when you're interviewing SEOs, it'll make all the difference in the world.
0: How dare he try to steal my thunder? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: um, the other thing uh, is that what John has said is 100% correct. However, if you don't know how to see through the BS, uh, what I often recommend, and and I've done this in the past, it, it, it I don't think every SEO would do this, but... I've been hired to help someone just by um, reviewing and helping with the interview process, even though I'm not about to get any business from it. I mean, I get a little bit just like consulting. And then I can see through the BS and help them find someone. And, and you know what? I think that really helps. You can ask anyone to do that that's really someone you, you respect online. Ask them to help you see through the BS because it can get technical. Some of these people are, are professional BSers, and they will make it sound so right and they'll be able to mix truth with mistruth. You just don't want to be found you – know, you don't want to waste time. And uh, God knows I hate interview process, so I want to make sure that I'm going to only do it once. And if you feel the same way, that's one way to go. Well, on that note, I believe we've already come to the end of the show. Man, that's been fast. We had some good conversations today, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Right, we did. Yeah. So I hope everyone enjoyed themselves. And behalf of myself – hoff. Be behalf. behalf. <laughs> behalf yeah, of myself, <laughs> Ross yeah. On
2: behalf of <laughs> yourself,
0: <laughs> CEO of Stepford Web Marketing and John Karkut, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital. Thanks for joining me today. You can connect with us every week at two PM Pacific and five PM Eastern every Monday. WebmasterRadio.fm, and if you'd like to messages or questions for us, you can go to Facebook.com/SEO101Podcast or our a uh, Google Plus community page which you just find that by going to Google Plus and typing in SEO 101 and you'll find us in a heartbeat of heck you can just type in SEO for that matter
2: there you go <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks for, for listening everybody